0: What If World is supported by our sponsors and by listeners like you on Patreon. Hey folks, I'm sorry to say I have been sick with bronchitis for a week and this is about as long as I can talk in between coughing to tell you that we're running a rerun. It's a really fun episode from way back, episode 41, where an unlikely gang teams up to face off against Kathunkel. Oh, and JF Cat is still president in this one. I will warn you, I was using a different microphone back then, so parts of it will sound a little choppier, <laughs> kind of like my voice right now. <laughs> but I'm on the mend and we'll be back with a brand new episode next week.
1: What if kittens break the clock in And What
0: if you Travel back in time, we welcome you to What If World. What If World, this is What If World. Hey there folks and welcome back to What If World, the show where your questions and ideas inspire off-the-cuff stories. Today we're going to start off with a question from Drew. I had a carnival at my house. Wow, Drew, that is a great question. But a carnival at your house? But I don't know if we can tell that story. You see, our stories take place on What If World. And if this carnival were at your house, well, that would be in... What is World?
1: So you are going to deny the boy's story? Oh,
0: whoa, Kathunkel, how did you squeeze your entire giant tentacled squid body into my little studio?
1: How oh, indeed? For I am from What If World, whereas you
0: are from What Is World. <laughs> oh, I know, I have friends from What If World in my studio all the time. Then why can't you tell Drew? story well i just don't know if it's even possible of course it's possible haven't you ever heard my show what is world (laughs) good uncle you don't have a show called what is world sure i do i've even got my own theme song what
1: is the deal with glockenspiels unicorns are not real only planes can fly and my watch tells the time.
0: You're currently in what-is-world. I don't know, Kathunkel that sounds a lot like my song. Then you must be copying me. All right, well, Drew, will definitely tell your story, of course. Maybe I'll we'll just get one more short question to throw in there. You should find a Cthuncle question. Sorry, Cuthuncle, that's not really how it works. We just sort of randomly pick a question or two and set a story to it. Here's a Cuthuncle question from Layla. Please don't put your slimy tentacles on my keyboard, Cuthuncle. Oh, I wouldn't dream of. Click! (laughs) My
1: name is Layla, and I like Pokemon. And my what if question is, what if Sniff the cat, Daisy the fleasel, um... Drago Max, and G.F. Cat um, made friends and stop and, and helped save the world from Kathunkel. Wow, that is an excellent question
0: because it involves me. But Kithuncle, you lose in Layla's question. That won't matter once I get to what is world. But I told you we can't get to what is world. Oh, Mr.
1: Eric how little you know.
0: Well, that's awfully cryptic, but we really need to get to our story. So let me see if I've got this all straight. What if I had a carnival at my house and Sniff the Cat, Steve the Fleasel, Dracomax, and J.F. Cat made friends and helped save the world from Cthuncle? Whew! Mm J.F. Cat was having a good presidency. He'd taken back the What House from Cthuncle. He'd saved thousands of Whatificans from being lost in outer space. And he fought for equality between all people and animals and imaginary creatures and fish and probably some other talking creatures I'm forgetting. So he did the only logical thing to do. He went on Fleasal air and flew all the way to Newot City to enjoy some shawarma. All right there, boss, said Stevie the Fleasal. We're just over the Schwammer place now, so uh, go ahead and jump and just land on all fours like a cat, and you'll be okay. Excuse me. Ow. Er. And JF Cat was plummeting towards the ground, skyscrapers rising up beside him as he flew farther and farther, faster and faster. But I'm the president. Until Stevie the Fleasel caught him again. Hey, it was just a little joke, <laughs> and let him down gently right in front of the Schwarmer place. I am not amused. I cool your jets, Prez, said Stevie. Speaking of, I should probably cool my jets. And he turned off his flying machine and opened the door for JF Cat. Listen, if you're so roughed up about it, just let me buy you your meal. If you think that's gonna make up for. Oh, that smells good. Hey, only the best for you. Go pull up a tail and I'll grab our plates. Sure, I'll just pull up a, uh, tail. There weren't any chairs or benches in this restaurant. Just one long, curled-up tail that everyone was just sitting and eating on top of. It was a pretty crowded restaurant, and there were only two seats left, next to a rather mopey-looking cat. Excuse me, do you mind if I sit here? I mind everything, said Sniff, the spotted cat. Well, I uh, don't like to play this card, but I am the president. I know. We met a few weeks ago. You turned me into a rocket ship. That's right. You're the first rocket ship, cat. Shouldn't you be happy? How can I be happy when my adjunary friend can't have his carnival? Hey, did you just say your imaginary friend? Stevie the Fleasel had just come back with two plates piled high with steaming rice and shawarma.
1: That's right. My imaginary friend, Drew, wants a carnival at his
0: house. Don't you mean your imaginary friend? asks Cat. Yeah, like my Arctic singing chicken snow came on lady, Shivalabai. And a giant icy egg appeared with a... And out cracked... A snowy chicken lady. Shivala Baby! Oh, Shivala Baby, I was just imagining you to prove a point. Maybe. And she disappeared. Kind of, but an imaginary friend always exists. That sounds exhausting. I know, and he wants a carnival at his house. That's no big deal, said Stevie. We got carnivals everywhere all the time. This one happened under this tail right now. He lifted up a little piece of the tail they were sitting on to reveal Mr. Mouser and a bunch of tiny mice performers. Finally, someone's lifted this dragon tail so we can perform our carnival. Yay! The little mice started up a tiny ferris wheel and spun a little carousel and did flips and lit rings of fire and... And the one, and the two, and a... Stevie dropped the tail back down. Oh dear, said Mr. Mouser. See what I mean? Stevie and J.F. Cat gave each other a nod, thinking, problem solved, and started scurfing down their swarma. Now, well, I just wish it came in mm, a can. I just wish I could chase mine down a little hole. But you two don't get it. On what is world... Not everything's possible.
1: What? What? What?
0: Everyone in the restaurant had stopped talking, moving, and eating. Even the restaurant itself. The hot, fiery grill that had been spitting out the shawarma suddenly started opening and closing like a mouth. But what if someone
1: asks the right question? Then surely it would be possible.
0: The grill was just Dracomax's mouth. And the restaurant wasn't even really a restaurant. That big dragon had just gotten stuck between two buildings again.
1: I don't know.
0: Drew says there's a lot of rules on that world. That's crazy, said Stevie. I don't believe in this imaginary friend of yours at all. It doesn't matter. So you're saying he's not imaginary? He's imaginary. What about make-believe?
1: Unmake-believe.
0: Unmake-believe? Unmake-believe?
1: Un-make-believe
0: and the Snokemon egg popped back into existence.
1: Sure, vullaby.
0: Yep, so that's why I'm sad. I won't stand for it, said Dracomax. I'm going to breathe
1: out a portal to what is world.
0: Guess how I breathe out all your shawarma. You're saying all this delicious food I'm eating is just that uh, dragon puke?
1: And you paid for it.
0: Good point. Everyone finish eating your dragon barf. We've got a carnival to put on. Shivullabai started warming up her vocal cords while everyone else finished their shawarma. <laughs> Mr. Mouser and all his friends Shivalabai. packed up their carnival. Stevie the Fleasel activated his flying suit by pounding on the chest plate. JF J- J- Cat snapped on his snazziest blue bow tie over his kitten collar and sniffed the cat, unraveled his yarn rocket ship tail to collect them all together, while Draco <sighs> breathed out a great big portal to what is world. Through the wide open portal, they could see absolutely nothing. Sorry, I mean, <laughs> through the big Shimmering portal, they could see nothing whatsoever. Sorry, folks, I'm just having trouble telling this what-is-world part of the story, um... Would you like me to help? Cthuncle, I it's okay. We're almost done with the story. I, I, I can do this.
1: Why don't you start by describing what's going through the
0: portal
1: right now?
0: Kathunkel, I think I know how to tell a story. And yes, while everyone was looking at this portal through a furry window in Sniff the Cat's rocket ship tail, they saw a giant squid monster crawling into the portal to disappear. Why is Cuthuncle going into what is world? asked Sniff the Cat. Wait, Cuthuncle, that was you? Cthuncle? Well, now it's more important than ever that we get to this what-is-world. Yeah, we don't know what this Cthuncle guy's planning over there. I just hope I can fit through my own portal. One way to find out. Let's get this show on the road. And Sniff the Cat blasted through the portal. And right into Drew's living room. Drew, who put this big dragon balloon in our house? But Drew was too busy riding Dracamax's tail. Yeah!
1: "'Why does she think I'm a balloon?'
0: asked Dracomax. "'Maybe there's no dragons in what-is-world.' Shivullabai said Shivalabai. "'Ah, don't worry. I'm sure they got singing ice chickens.' "'And Drew, please don't leave your Pokémon lying around the house.' And as soon as she touched the egg, it shrunk down to fit inside her hand. "'Bye, bye, bye!' And she tossed Shivalabai into a toy box. "'Mom!' said Drew. "'Why aren't you enjoying the carnival?' He slid down Dracomax's tail and climbed on the little mouse ferris wheel, which got bigger and bigger and bigger until it burst right through the roof. It's a very nice carnival, said Drew's mother, but it's almost time for dinner. We've got to clean up our toys. And when she touched the ferris wheel, it shrunk down to less than half a foot. And Drew plopped onto the ground. Ah, Mom! "'Excuse me, miss. Please be gentle with my ferris wheel,' said Mr. Mouser. "'Uh, mice,' said Drew's mom, not understanding a word Mr. Mouser had said. "'Oh, how are we going to get rid of these mice?' "'Maybe Sniff and JF Cat can help,' said Drew. "'Okay, but after the carnival, "'I refuse to eat a talking mouse. It's bad publicity. "'And now you're letting strays into the house? "'Just until the carnival's over, Mummy." Dracomax was breathing out rings of fire, and rings of bubble, and rings of candy, and the mice were jumping through it all. Tiny mice danced around the carousel, which grew bigger and bigger, pushing right through the wall of the house. Okay, Drew, have fun with your carousel, but make sure it's all cleaned up by dinner time. I promise, said Drew, whipping around on the carousel at lightning speed, but his mom didn't seem to notice anything, even as she walked right through her cracked open walls, and a piece of her ceiling fell down beside her. Draco Max, be careful. Sorry, I'm just having trouble fitting in this house. Hey, Drew, it's nice to finally meet you, said Sniff the cat. Sniff, you made it. This is the best carnival ever. So your aginary friend was real, said Stevie the Fleasel. Well, I stand corrected. Draco Mac shot out dazzling lights and glitter that made every kid in the neighborhood gasp in awe. And a few of the mice started playing little instruments that made a big enough sound to be heard for miles. And a roller coaster sprung up. And a dunk tank. And a cotton candy machine. And Drew's mom made the finishing touches on dinner, not seeming to notice the ceiling crumbling around her. Drew, you've only got one minute until dinner. Don't worry, Draco Max has a clean-up breath. You've still got time for one more ride. Oh, I want to go on that spooky squid ride. What spooky squid ride? I didn't see any. And there was a new roller coaster, big and green and covered in suction cups.
1: Each ride takes only 30
0: seconds, said the coaster. Or was it a coaster at all? Yes, I'm just... A spooky squid rod. I don't know that. Roy looks suspicious. Oh, yeah. That's Cuthuncle. We're supposed to save the world from him. Yeah, sure. But uh, which world are we saving from him? What if world the uh, what is world? Drew, time for dinner. It was Drew's mom. Oh, I never get to have any fun. And Dracomax's tail flipped Drew a thousand feet up into the air. <laughs> and Stevie the Fleasel caught him and flew him up even higher.
1: What
0: and just as the air was getting too thin to breathe, sniffed the cat, wrapped them all up in his rocket ship tail, and blasted them into outer space straight to the moon, and plummeting back down to Earth. Meanwhile, Dracomax breathed out his clean-up breath, and a thousand hands of purple smoke put the entire house back together, put all the toys away, and gently caught Drew as he was crashing down to Earth to seat him with the barest thump. Some- in his dining room chair. Did you have fun on your carnival rides, Drew? Asked his mother. Yeah, and I think I even cleaned up. You think? She peeked into her spotless living room. I'm just glad I was able to shoo away all those cats and mice. Drew, you've gotta be very careful around animals you don't know. I know, Mom, but I knew those ones. Oh, were they the neighbor's cats? Drew? Drew? He was watching his friends disappear through the living room floor First the mice, then Shivalabai, then Sniff and J.F. Cat, And finally, Dracomax tried to squeeze himself through the floor. <laughs> Drew laughed as he heard, Where do you
1: think you're going? <laughs> Let's not do this, Uncle. Our voices sound too similar. I thought you were supposed to save the world from me.
0: Yeah, about that. And Dracomax pulled his head beneath the floor, disappearing once and for all. Hey, silly, what are you laughing at? Asked Drew's mom. Oh, it's just that now Cuthuncle's trapped here and since he can't hurt anybody, well, I guess we save both worlds from him. Cuthuncle? Asked his mom. That name sounds familiar.
1: It should. I'm Cuthuncle the
0: all-powerful. Cuthuncle the spooky. Cuthuncle waved his tentacles around, but they passed through everything he touched. "'Cause
1: Uncle the...
0: trapped." Always from that
1: make-believe show,
0: right, sweetie? No, I am "'Cause Uncle the
1: Green'
0: "'Cause Uncle the Gross' "'Cause Uncle the Imaginary.'" And he slunk away, not leaving a single drop of slime in his wake. The end. Hey, Drew and Layla, I hope you liked your story. And Cthuncle, I'm sorry you got stuck here. Stuck here?
1: What if that was my plan all along?
0: Oh, sure, so you can start your What Is World show? Exactly. (laughs) I'd like to see that happen. Folks at home, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts to be entered into our review contest. One winner will be chosen at random, and you're going to get some free swag off of our What If World store. And if you or your family would like it, we can arrange a free Google Hangout story from me, Mr. Eric, live just for you. We won't record it or put it on the air. It'll just be your own special story. So please rate and review us on iTunes. Then email us or Facebook us or tweet at us. and Just let us know your Apple display name somehow so someone else doesn't take credit for it when we announce the winner of the contest. Just a little bit of your time will help keep What If World alive and growing. I'd like to thank Karen Marshall, my editor and producer, Craig Martinson for our awesome theme song, Jason O'Keefe for our cool artwork, and all you kids at home, for your vivid imaginations, your awesome questions, and your listening. Until we meet again, keep wondering.